Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes of your beautiful life are inspired by an apology and a desk. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. When I started tutoring, I tutored exclusively one-on-one in-home. So I'd be driving to people's houses all over the Bay Area and working with them on, on whatever, SATs, ACTs. I had students that were working on, you know, like sixth grade math, seventh grade math, whatever it happened to be for that kid. Didn't matter. But I was going to their house, white glove service, little button-up shirt, done on pair. Actually, my hair has never been nice. So uh, that's kind of a lie. But I was going looking reasonably sharp and, you know, I was on time. It's always ground into your head when you're a kid that showing up on time is like 50% of it. And I had a dad who frequently didn't show up on time. Shout out, dad. And it kind of bugged me as a kid. Ultimately, I see now he was running a million miles an hour, doing the best he could. So if he showed up, you know, five minutes late, man. That's just, that's what was going on. We didn't have social media back then. And he's not sitting around in an office drinking a beer. Like if the guy showed up late, he was, he was bombing out of his mind to get there and just showed up late. So I didn't really get that when I was 22, 23. So I really made a point of showing up on time. Now I had nothing else going on except coming from, coming from other clients. And there's one client that really, they started to laugh about how on time I was. And it was like a joke. I'd show up, I'd knock on the door, and they would be laughing, looking at their watches, saying, right on time. And and again, it made me feel really good. I'm like, yes, I'm that guy who shows up. I'm that guy. I'm on time. I'm the on time guy. And it was a really big deal for me because, again, it wasn't it wasn't something that came came from from habit from my family and it was it was this decision that I made and and I felt good about being the on-time guy and man I started to slip (laughs) and I started to slip in particular with this one client now it wasn't it wasn't necessarily my fault. It's not like I was hanging out at Starbucks down the street, just drinking a coffee, and then I'd show up five minutes late. I was coming from, I had scheduled inappropriately, and I was coming from Berkeley at 5.30 all the way into Alamo at, at 6. And if you've ever done that, it's really, there's no way you're getting there on time. So I started calling like, hey, I'm going to be five minutes late. They're like, it's all right. It's all right. No problem. And then I call, hey, I'm going to be 10 minutes late or five. And I almost always started showing up showing up late but for some reason i i would like run to the door like really apologetic and i think the reason i was doing that is one because it's appropriate to apologize if you inconvenience someone that's natural but i was still trying to hang on to the title of the on time guy and and i think it worked kind of because here's the thing I think I was able to keep in their minds that I was a guy who showed up on time. I just showed up late. And I know that seems like a really odd, an odd kind of categorization, but I think very frequently people do this. 
They're like, no, 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 I show up on time. I'm just late sometimes, right? But when late sometimes starts to become all the time, then you have to say, I show up on time. I'm just late. Instead of saying, I don't show up on time. I'm the late guy. Now, again, this may seem like an odd kind of designation or identification, but it allowed me in my mind, if I apologized enough and really was like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm always on time, I'm sorry, I'm late today, even though I had been late three or four times in a row, it allowed me to keep that good feeling of being the on-time guy without any of the burden of being on time. Now, I realized this because recently a, a good friend of mine asked me, help him build a desk. He said, Hey, I got this desk coming. I got, I'm all thumbs. I don't know. I don't know how to put this thing together. It's a standing desk. And he's been working from his home obviously. And so sitting in a chair all the time, he's got a little bit of bad back. So he's like, Hey, can you come? Can you help me, you know, get this desk done? And I love helping people, right? Like that is a genuine thing that, that gets me excited. If there's a way I can help my friends or my family, my community, I am so on board with it. I don't know why. Don't ask me for some big philosophy here. That's just something that makes me really happy. So I get this text from him and I say, awesome, great, no problem. Now, mind you, I didn't say no problem, how's tomorrow? I just said, awesome, no problem. And a day or two went by and I hit him up again and said, hey, I know I'm coming over your house, you know, like this weekend or something, but um, send me the assembly instructions or, or send me a link to the desk and I'll look up the assembly instructions so I can see what kind of tools I need to bring. And he tells me, oh, it's okay. My other friend came and helped me. And I got really upset. I was like, what do you mean your other friend came and helped you? Not surprised that he has another friend. The other guy is my friend too. But I was like, what do you mean he came and helped you? He was like, oh, well, uh, you know, my back's been kind of bothering me. And and my wife wanted the boxes out of the kitchen, or excuse me, out of the room, which totally makes sense. This was like a big box in their living room. And so he just came over and helped me. And I was so bummed about it. I was like, oh, man. I'm so sorry. You should have let me know. Like, catch me next time for sure. Like, ah, I blew it, right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But as I was thinking about it, it really started to sink in that my reaction to, hey, we've already assembled it. Yes, I was sorry that I didn't get there to build the desk. I genuinely wanted to build the desk. I was also trying to maintain the title of the guy who helps you, right? Like I'm still the guy who you can rely on. I'm still the guy who you can call. But I wasn't trying to maintain that reputation by actually showing up and doing it. At this point, I was trying to remain, or excuse me, maintain that reputation by just apologizing for not doing it. And I started thinking about that client that I'd show up late to and apologize. It was like, I had no business gaining the title of the guy who showed up on time because I wasn't showing up on time. 
And my apology was a way for me to say, hey, 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 don't take away this favorable designation of me. Because I'm still that guy. I just don't act like that guy. And it hit me the same thing with the desk. Hey, 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 don't think of me as the guy who's unreliable. Don't think of me as the guy who won't help. Think of me that way because I want you to, but I just failed to come over and help. And this was not a good realization. This was not something I was happy to kind of fumble upon. But I think a lot of people do this. I think a lot of people participate in this ruse where they, they get people to accept apologies. You know, oh, I didn't get my homework done. I'm so sorry. I'll get it done next time. You just want me to think of you as the student who gets the homework done. But I know there's only like a 50% chance that you'll get your homework done. But I say like, okay, no problem. They feel like I accept it, right? I kind of just let it go. It's what happens to students all the time. What happens to friends all the time. Hey, can you help me with this? Yeah, sure, I'll help you. Days go by and nothing happens and you get somebody else to help them. And then they get upset that they didn't get a chance to help you. You had the chance. You had the chance. I told you the boxes were here. You had the chance to help me. And you don't get to be the guy that I rely on, as great as that makes you feel, you don't get to be that guy if you aren't that guy. And more than anything, you shouldn't participate in that lie. You shouldn't ask people to lie by apologizing. I'm sorry, I'm never late, I'm never late. It's okay, it's okay. You shouldn't say that to people. You shouldn't say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And you also shouldn't allow people to do that. Right? My friend would have been totally justified and said, hey, no, no big deal. I don't have to bug you next time. God, man, that would have really hit home. That would have really upset me if he said that. And you know what? It would have been fair. He offered me the opportunity. I want to be that guy for him. I want to be reliable. I want to be there. And I did not make good on it. And that's not fair. It's not fair to be that guy. It's not fair to feel like I'm that guy if I am not, in fact, showing up to build the desk. If I'm not, in fact, actually making good on what I said I would do. And I'm worse off for it. Because I feel like I saved a little bit of my reputation. I feel like... I was offering to help, I was happy to help, and I just didn't quite get there. But I still feel good about offering, I still feel good about having intention. And that's not right. That's not right. Having intention to help is not the same thing as helping. So the next time you feel like helping someone, the next time you feel good that you've offered to do something. Follow through. Follow through all the way, start to finish. Or just admit to yourself and to the person you're interacting with that you're not that guy. I'm Matt Todd. This is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it. Mm -hmm.
Thank you.